Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm Vernon R.E. Jones, managing broker, owner of Jones Homes. And for 30 years, we have serviced the seven-county Denver metro area. Wanted to talk about the most undervalued housing markets in the U.S. today. Basically, during the earliest months of 2020, prior to pandemic-related lockdowns in the U.S., the housing market was continuing to gain strength on the back of a solid but slow-growing economy with low unemployment. In January of that year, thanks to a 30-year mortgage rate ranging from 36 to 3.7%, the median price home was more affordable than renting, of course, then fueling demand from renters eager to buy their first home and sellers willing to sell their first home and move up. With typical tenants paying about 33% of their monthly per capita income on rents and the average homeowner paying just 22% of their monthly per capita income on mortgage payments, making the switch from renter to homeowner often made great financial sense. However, By the end of 2022, as both mortgage rates and home prices continued to rise, that payment ratio difference between owning and renting had flipped. While the share of monthly per capita incomes paid by tenants to landlord rose just a few percentage points to 36%, for homeowners it jumped to 37%. Although rates for traditional 30-year fixed rate mortgages have recently trended downward from their highs of last fall. They are unlikely to fall enough in 2023 to match the high affordability levels of early 2020. As a consequence, the most affordable housing markets are likely to gain popularity in the months ahead. Since these are national median figures, these same ratios will vary a bit between markets with some homeowners paying 67% for principal and interest, and renters paying up to 58% in the most overvalued markets. At the other other end of the spectrum, in the most undervalued markets, homeowners are paying below 25% of median per capita incomes for mortgage payments and below 27% for rent. In these cases, if the general rule of thumb is to avoid paying more than 30% of a household's gross income on housing, then a number of metropolitan statistical, statistical issues excuse me, are undervalued based on local earnings, providing potential upside in equity gains and rents for both homeowner and investors. Key findings. The most undervalued markets to purchase a home are located predominantly in the Midwest and near the East Coast, led by Detroit, Cleveland, St. Louis, and Philadelphia. Those are the most undervalued markets to purchase a home. The most undervalued markets to rent a home are located in the Midwest, led by Omaha, St. Louis, Cleveland, and Kansas City. You will save the most buying versus renting a home in Detroit, Philadelphia, Cleveland, and Chicago. While it makes sense to see former Rust Belt cities such as Detroit, Cleveland, and St. Louis topping the list of the most undervalued markets in which to buy a home, in, in more recent years, many of them have started to revitalize their economies with new ideas 
companies and investments. For Detroit, the medium payment to income ratio is 17.4%, which is less than half of the overall median average of 36.6% for the U.S., which is continuing to boost interest from homeowners and investors currently living in other states and other countries. For renters, while Detroit is in the top 20 most undervalued markets, this ranking is led by the greater Omaha, Nebraska area with a rent-to-income ratio of 22.3%, which is 38% less than the 35.8 ratio for the average U.S., as we mentioned earlier. While St. Louis and Cleveland also joined Detroit in being low-cost markets for renters, due to high incomes, other markets such as San Jose, California, Richmond, Virginia, are able to offer tenants a median to rent income ratio that is significantly lower than the national average as well. Our data basically, we uh, culled this data from the U.S. News Housing Market Index. It's basically an interactive platform that, that's a data-driven overview of the housing market nationwide. According to the Department of Housing and Urban Development, households should avoid spending more than 30% of their gross monthly incomes on a place to live. And that means less money left over for the rest of life's necessities and emergencies. Well, that 30% rule may not apply to households with higher incomes and lower debt in areas such as Atlanta or Dallas. It's still a useful formula to rank the country's most undervalued housing markets. For the purpose of this ranking, we chose November 2022 as the most recent month for which we can have comprehensive data from the U.S. News Housing Market Index and Department of Housing and Urban Development. However, we encourage everyone investigating various housing markets to check with the online interface for updates so they can get the most accurate information for the time in which they wish to move forward, be there renting in these areas or buying in these areas. If you're in the market to purchase a home, these are the top five of the most undervalued with a payment to income ratio below 24%. This ratio is well below the maximum rate recommended by HUD, Housing and Urban Development, and significantly below the national average of nearly 37%. Number one, Detroit, 17.4%. Cleveland, 18.9%. St. Louis, 21.7%. Philadelphia, 22.3%. And Cincinnati, 23.6%. Those are your top five places if you want to purchase a home based on the payment to income ratios below 24%. Now, the overall housing market index of 62.3 for the Detroit for Detroit fell 3.6% year over year through November and is comprised of three sub-indexes on a 1 to 100 point scale with 100 being the healthiest. Demand 39.2%, supply 52.6%, as you can see the supply is higher than the demand. And then of course financial is 95.1, we're thinking about uh, the monthly payments as we mentioned earlier. 
The median price in the Detroit area fell by 2.8% over the past year to 175000 which is the lowest among the currently tracked by the housing market index. Although housing supply has been trending up to 3.2 months at thin current sales rates, that level of supply is about half of what is con generally considered a balanced market. I think if you've listened to my podcast before, I've talked about that having a... Uh, healthy buy sell indexes kind of have four to six months worth of inventory. I would I would tell people uh, that, and I have a lot of relatives in Detroit, uh, and uh, a hello to them out there. Um, but you know, now we're going to shift over to the most undervalued homes for rent. If you're among a growing number of potential buyers waiting to decide on the right time to jump into the housing market, you may live in a market with a rent-to-income ratio far below the national median of nearly 36%, as we mentioned earlier. In terms of undervalued rental housing markets, this list is led again by several markets in the Midwest, in which this ratio, ratio is mostly close to or under 25%. Omaha, Nebraska, 22.3%. St. Louis, 22.7%. Cleveland, 25.2%. Kansas City, Missouri, 25.4%. And Indianapolis, Indiana, 25.4%. Obviously, talking about owning versus renting, for those potential home buyers looking for the best time to enter the housing market, Another metric to study is the difference between the cost of owning versus renting in a particular market. Where the difference between these ratios at the national level is about 1%. For other markets, it can reach over 30%, leaving the homeownership markets there open to mostly the wealthy. In the case of the most undervalued markets, the cost to own can be 5 to 10% less than renting. And I always tell people, uh, uh, understand when you're buying a home, you can deduct deduct your interest and uh, a multitude, your property taxes, a multitude of other things you can deduct, whereas you rent, you will not be able to do that. Just wanted to share a few things with you about the national market in the buying and selling and who is a good potential uh, market and ours is still tight in the Denver metro area. I'll be speaking on that in my next podcast. But at this point, if you have any other questions, feel free to give us a call at 303-359-8218. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. And as always, please be safe.